You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. By way of the introduction, I want to say thank you for the way you treated for the Cox last week, your response to his preaching and to the seminar. He said something, I believe it was Saturday morning, but I believe he said it again on Sunday. I, I can't get it out of my mind to the point it's almost at times tormented me this week. And I preached on what he said. He said, I want to have a good judgment seat of Christ. I want to have a good judgment seat of Christ. I've had an advantage over you knowing that I've been going here all week and I, I know the crowns that we can win and I'm, I'm here to tell you, even this afternoon in my study, just again trying to make sure my heart's right. I really wonder, and I've tried to do right and work right, I, I wonder if I'm going to have much to give God. I know that Brother Curtis Hudson, he died at age 61. Curtis Hudson was probably the nation's greatest personal soul winner. And he turned to a preacher. Brother Bobby was there visiting with him before he passed away. He said, Brother Bobby, I've done so little for Jesus. He pastored America's fastest growing church for many years in a row in Atlanta, Georgia. He was a great soul winner. He crisscrossed this nation. He prayed. He preached. He, he was amazing. And on his deathbed, about 90-some pounds, I believe he was, he said, I, I've done so little for Jesus. There are two judgments yet ahead. We'll be at one. We won't be at the other. The great white throne judgment, we won't be at that one. And the books were opened. And another book was opened the book of life. And whosoever's name was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Christians will not stand at that judgment. It's the last judgment of the two judgments. It will be that people will be condemned to die for all eternity in hell, whose flame is not quenched. We'll not stand there, but we will stand at the text we read tonight in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. It's called the judgment seat of Christ. I will never be judged for my sins. My sins, your sins, if you're saved, were judged at Calvary. This is what we call a Greek word, the Bema seat judgment. The Bema seat judgment is not for our sins. That's dealt with. The bema seat is our works will be made manifest. A bema in history, and of course they have it for the Olympics, is where people come before the king or whoever will crown the gold crown or whatever crown they're going to win, the gold, the silver, the bronze. And they'll come to the bema seat because it's elevated. They'll walk up the steps 
and stand at the beam of seat judgment. I will stand there. You will stand there. When I was a younger preacher, we had children. I, I, I thought of it often because I wanted my children and my wife to be, and dad's going. My husband's going up there. He's been a pastor, he's been a preacher, he's been in the ministry, really all of his adult life. I, I would think that, I would hope they could say, this is gonna be a blessing. Shh, shh, shh. everybody, quiet. Jack Trever. I never felt like I arrived, but I thought, wouldn't it be something? Then God gave us those grandkids. I don't know how the beam of seat's gonna be, Brother Flood, but I, I wonder if one of the grandgirls grandsons will say, Papa's going next. Brother, man, this, this should be something. He pastored the great North Valley Baptist Church for 75 years. Yeah. He pastored through the tribulation. <laughs> he, uh, The Bible says my works will be made manifest. We'll see that always manifest. Manifest is to be declared publicly, openly. Brother Nolan, I'm not trying to be humble tonight. I've tried to ponder it. I stayed in a guest house preaching out of town this week for a night, and as I was there, I thought about it. There's a song that says, nothing but leaves for the master. No fruit, just leaves. And I want you to see the crowns tonight because the purpose of the crowns are not to get these crowns that God's going to bestow upon us. So we can walk around heaven barely able to stand up. We've got all these crowns that we've been given. Revelation 4.10 says, we're going to cast our crowns at his feast, feet in Revelation 4.10 and say, thou art worthy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I, my wife lives with me. She knows. I wonder if I have any crowns. I really do. I've pondered it. I've tried to live clean. I've tried to live right. I've tried to live good. I've tried to do things right. But it, it troubles me because I know me. I look at the people that wrote that book and all of you could have written it. I look at how godly so many of our people are and how denying themselves, just godly people. John Peterson wrote, Standing before him at last, troubles and trials all past, crowns at his feet we will cast. Jesus is coming again. I don't think I'm pastoring people, they're not going to have crowns. You people are going to have a lot of them. Maybe I introspect too much. I wonder about me. And I don't want a one letter said, oh, pastor, you're going to get them. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not looking for that this week. 
I'm not looking at the close of the message. You say, Pastor, you're going to get a lot of crowds. I, I put me to sleep at night. Pastor, in the church, you always, you always realize that you don't feel worthy to preach the Word of God to people of God. The Bible says, verse number 10, for we must all, it's totally, it's inclusive, all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to what he hath done, whether it be good or bad. We'll cast our crowns and his nail scarred feet. It's in our hymn book, page number 193. Tonight I want you to see with me as you turn to James chapter 1. And we'll use our Bibles for these few moments we're together tonight. Page 1306 in my Bible. Verse number 12, blessed is a man that endureth. Endureth, that means to, when a person endures, it means he has patience. He's quiet about it. He's not agitated. Blessed is the man that endureth. He's quiet. He doesn't complain. He doesn't cry. Temptation or trials. For when he is tried, he shall receive the, here's the first crown, the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. It's the suffering crown. Some of you suffer. You suffer physically. You suffer because of the consequences of what people's actions have done in your life. You've been left alone. Your husband walked out. Your wife walked out. You're raising those kids. Uh, there's been sorrow. There's been heartache. And you're suffering on the journey of life. Some of you, you live in constant pain. God says, I'm going to give you a crown. If you endure, you're patient about it. You're not complaining about it. You're not griping about it. But instead, you're quiet about it. You don't complain. You start to complain, and if you, you're going through suffering, you complain, and you've gotten bitter, there will not be a crown. Some in this very room, you have the ability, you have the joy Paul said, I most gladly will I glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest on me. There's been given to me a thorn in the flesh. I saw that picture yesterday, Brother Martinez. You stopped by the nursing home here and saw Brother Herman, who was faithful to church, and we're really not that far in different in age. But it's, it's been a hard, difficult time the last three years. He just lays there in that bed. You know that people that suffer like that, they'll have a crown if they do it to the glory of God. Not false humility. Well, I thank God I can just suffer. I thank God I have these pains and this. I thank God I'm, I'm this or that or whatever. I just, I just want to be a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's probably pride. The suffering crowd, fear none of those things, but ye shall suffer be thou faithful, Revelation 2, death. Be thou faithful unto death, you suffer. Be faithful unto death. I'll give you the crown of life. There he says it again. Some of you are suffering through torment of your family. 
your son, your daughter, your wife, your husband, somebody's betrayed you and broken your heart. And if they can do that without complaining, without murmuring, without comparing, I, I go to church and I have this and look at this family here. Why, why, why do I, I'm stuck with this? You've lost it. Mrs. Woodward, I saw your sister this week. I see you sitting there. Just You look so much like her up in Washington. Suffering with that cancer. A young girl, one of our high school graduates, college graduate from here. She had such a sweet, pleasant spirit about her. All three of you girls are that way. Even the home going early, really, your mom and dad are laid to rest out here. Sacred, you've suffered. God's going to give you a crown of life. What do you do? Cast at his feet. There's the suffering crown. There's the soul winning crown. Keep, keep your Bible right there. Philippians 4, 1. Philippians 4, 1 and 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 Thessalonians 2, 10, 19. The Bible calls it the crown. Ye are our crown. You're, he's talking about the Philippian saints. Paul won this, the Philippian saints to Christ. Paul won the Thessalonian saints to Christ. And, and he said, he said, you're my crown. You know, that's the soul winning crown. I see so many in this room, your life is dedicated to souls. You're after souls all the time. How can I pass a, a track? How can I give the gospel? Who can I witness to today? Who can I, who can I lead to Christ? You know, it's, it's very humbling when you see people in your church that are better soul winners than you are. Bus workers that are out all the time after souls and Sunday school teachers and deacons and ushers and God's people burden for souls, rescue the perishing. That's the soul winner's crown. And then the suffering crown, the third crown that's in the Bible is the second coming crown. God calls it the crown of righteousness to those that love his appearing. It's second, excuse me, first uh, Thessalonians 2.19 and 2 Timothy 4.8. The crown of righteousness for those that they get up tomorrow morning and they long, maybe today my Lord will come for me. Oh, maybe today my Savior I shall see. Maybe today from sin I shall be free. Jesus may come. He tells us to looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, do you ever think about today might be the day? Do we ever think that tomorrow on, uh, on February the 27th, 2, 27, 23, it could be the day that you know, Jesus may come someday, glad day, glad day, and I will see my friend. Dangers and trials shall end if Jesus should come today. Oh, he's coming. And God says, you just keep looking for me. You keep watching for me. I've got a crown for you. I've got a crown for you. It's sort of like the bridegroom, the bride waiting for the bridegroom to come. And in the Bible, they would betroth one another. They'd get engaged. And then he'd leave and go back to his father's home. And they'd build onto the house their quarters. And then sometime at night within the year, he would come back. He'd come by lantern. 
He'd come when no one knew the hour or the day that he'd come and he'd come to claim his bride and they'd marry and go back to the father's house and we're God's bride, we're God's child and we're going to his house and he's building for us right now. Tomorrow, get up and say, it might be today. Have lunch tomorrow and say, and I, I, I think I've lost that one many times because I wonder, am I living that way? No, I'm not trying to be judgmental of myself. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be honest with myself. The soul winner's crown, Jack, you could win that if you just win souls. The suffering crown, everybody is not going to get that, but when God allows you to suffer with something, you can get that crown. And then the second coming crown, the fourth crown that I want you to see is over in 1 Peter. Would you turn there with me, please? 1 Peter 5. The word elder and bishop and pastor, they're synonymous terms in the Greek language. Different positions on one is a, a, a shepherd and one is called a, an overseer and one is called a presbyteros or a president of the assembly. One's called a didaskalos, a, a, a teacher of the assembly. But they all refer to the same position, being a pastor. And, and the Bible says, this is the shepherd's crown. You know, that's one I can win if I don't blow it. I believe Sunday school teachers can win the shepherd's crown. If you're a Sunday school teacher, you're a shepherd. I believe bus workers can win the shepherd's crown. I might be wrong, but you're shepherd people. I believe the college pastor can win the shepherd's crown. He's shepherding God's children, college-age students. I believe the principal who is a shepherd of those children, I believe he can win that. I believe a deacon can win the shepherd's crown if he does the under-shepherd's work that we have declared for every under-shepherd. The Bible says, under the elder, the elder, the pastors, which are among you, I exhort also, I am an elder and witness of the sufferings of Christ and a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the, the flock of God. Uh, Sunday school teachers, did you do this this morning? Yes, you did. Great Sunday school teachers. You fed the flock. And he says, now, you know, taking the oversight, not by filthy, not by constraint. I have to do this. But willingly, not for filthy lucre, say, money should never enter into what we're doing. But of ruddy mind, neither being lords over God's heritage, but an example. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive the crown of glory that fadeth not away. I want that shepherd's crown. Your Sunday school class may win it for you. Watch it tonight. There's the suffering crown. And there's the soul winning crown. And there's the second coming crown. There's the shepherd crown. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter number 9, and I'll be done quickly now. In 1 Corinthians chapter number 9, The Bible says in verse 24, Know ye not that they which run in a race won all, but one receiveth a prize, so run that ye may obtain. In other words, there's going to be some reward for you. Now every man that striveth for master is temperate. That's the key word. Self-controlled in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. And he talks about that temperate man. So run, not as one uncertainty. Don't run just carelessly. So fight, not as one that beateth the air. I keep my body under. 
God's talking about this person has disciplined their flesh. They've said no to the flesh. They just said no to the flesh. (laughs) Somebody, and I've tried to write thank you notes for all the Christmas gifts you gave us. Somebody gave me a, gave us a tin, a big round tin of cookies that are about the size of a quarter. And they're just small, and there's three little ones, and they're stacked up in that little wrapper, three high, and there's about five rows high, and you're drooling right now. They're just like sugar cookies. There's no frosting on it or anything. And I'm, I'm, I'm very disciplined. I haven't had ice cream in months because of this throat. I mean, probably six months, and I love ice cream. I, I try not to have sweets. I've not had a Coke. I can't tell you when. I'm, I think I'm disciplined. But whoever the heathen was that gave me that, I'm talking about there's five levels, and they're all the way around times three. It's just, it's amazing. And I never told my wife about it for a while. A few of those just have little sprinkles of sugar, just a few, and those, I really like those. And, and every day I have a craving, just, if I could just, I, I eat something, I said, if I could just eat one little thing. And, and I eat out of discipline three. <laughs> They're just like the size of a quarter. I want to find out who gave that to me because you have you have really ruined my discipline. And I'll, I, I figured out how to, she said a few times, are you into that, are you into that tin, that cookie tin? I figured out she can be 10 feet away and she can hear anything. I figured out how to open it and she never hears it. <laughs> it's the most wonderful thing. I love it. I've eaten, have you eaten five of those? There must be hundreds in there. I've eaten them all. I'm down to the last layer and just really there's not that many left. That's, that's an incredible, that's an incredible, who gave that to me? All 14 of you, no, 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 uh, only one. Who gave me that big blue tin? Nobody's. And in the bottom I opened up, there's $10,000 cash. It's wonderful. Who gave me that? Yeah. You know, I don't know that I'll lose a crown because I'm in discipline with those little, but God says, I want you to say no to yourself. And I'm like you, so proud. I don't want to say no to Jack. But God says, if you are self-controlled, self-controlled. And so we have the suffering crown. We have the soul winner's crown. We have the shepherd's crown. We have the second coming crown. We have the self-control. And in chapter number three of the book of Revelation, verse 14, the Bible declares there's one more crown that's, I call it the standing crown. Revelation chapter three and verse 14, and under the angel, <coughs> verse 11, I'm sorry, uh, and behold, I come quickly, hold fast that thou Uh, which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Hold fast. Get a hold of this thing. Uh, Get a hold of what Brother Cooper was preaching about on Wednesday night. 
Stand for something. Stand for something. Stand for the Savior. Stand for soul winning. Stand up for sound doctrine. Sound doctrine. Stand up for the scripture. Stand up for good songs. Stand up for stewardship. Stand up, stand up, stand up for Jesus, ye soldiers of the cross. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians, let's turn there and we'll close. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, one last time to turn. 1 Corinthians 3, you've listened so well all day today, this morning. Verse 11, for other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 3, 12. Now if any man's built upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, or stubble, six different ingredients, three burn up and three can withstand. Every man's work, not some, every child of God's work shall be made manifest. There's that word, manifest, publicly exposed, publicly declared. Shh, shh. Papa's next. Brother Reimers, I thought of that so many times again this week. I, I really, I hope I don't disappoint, disappoint my Lord and I, I feel for certain I'll disappoint my kids. That's why God says twice he's going to wipe away our tears from our eyes for eternity. That's up in heaven. Why? Because there's seven years, two events, the judgment seat of Christ for Christians of our works and the marriage supper of the Lamb. On planet Earth, there'll be tribulation. But we have the judgment seat of Christ and the marriage supper. God, I think, uh, Jack Treber, Son, you spent a lot of years there, but you lost your reward. Fourteen grandkids might be weeping. God's going to have to wipe away our tears from our eyes. I'm not trying to get you fearful, and I'm not trying to get you to condemn yourself. If you would ponder as much as I have pondered that truth for these years, and especially this week, when the man said, I want to have a good judgment seat of Christ, said that about 170 hours ago or so, I want to have a good judgment seat of Christ. And I've been thinking about it all week, and I've been rehearsing all these six-letter S's I gave you. I've been considering them and thinking, I wonder... Am I going to have a good judgment seat of Christ? Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.